On today's show, it's comeback season. The Kings beat the Nuggets, light the beam. The Pelicans beat the Wolves, Zion Williamson goes off, and the Bulls beat the Bucks. We'll talk about that and more and play Count It Up on today's Locked On NBA. Let's go. You are Locked On NBA, your daily NBA podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome. You are locked on to the NBA. My name is Nick Engstead, host of the Locked On Mavericks podcast. Thanks for making Locked On NBA your first listen each and every day. Remember, Locked On NBA is free and available on all podcast platforms, including YouTube. Where well, the best way you can help us grow is to comment below. Let us know who are your two stars of the night. You got some options tonight. There's some good options. De'Aaron Fox, Demonis Sabonis, Zion, Demar Derozan. Good options out there. Let us know in the comment section below. And joining me, as always, on a Thursday, host of Lockdown Bulls. What you got for me, Pat, the designer? Uh, according to uh, many players around the NBA, uh, the rest of them are playing basketball, and Giannis and Zion are playing football. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't want to stand in front. I wouldn't want to take a charge. Who would you rather not take a charge from, Zion or, or Giannis? Bro, that was the greatest thing tonight on my live call. My guy was like, you just got to gotta have somebody slide in there every play. And I was like... <laughs> Who's doing that? Who's, who's who's making that poor <laughs> career decision? Pat, uh, I'm a, Zion? Pat Beverly's like me. I'll do it every single yeah, time. It's, it's Pat Bev. I'll take Zion. <laughs> You'd rather take a charge from Zion? I, it, 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 pure muscle. Pure muscle on Giannis. Yeah, Giannis I feel like is, muscle hurts no more than the little bit of blubber that Zion may have. <laughs> also, Giannis, if Giannis like, lowers the shoulder and gets any leverage on you, you're toast. Like You're, yeah, you're, you're, you're flying yo, into the first row. You're going to die. You die. On today's show, we are breaking down the Kings. The Kings come back against the Nuggets. The uh, Pelicans come back against the Wolves. And then the Bulls come back and win against the Bucks. Who would have saw that coming? And then, of course, like every single Thursday, we'll play where we count out the most interesting, fun things in the NBA. Let's start with Kings versus Nuggets. Sacramento Kings go into this game. Their coach, Mike Brown, who, like, I don't know. Secretly is my favorite coach of the year candidate right now. He's like, <laughs> I, just I just love everything I'm seeing from him. And maybe it's just a vibes pick that I'm making. Just because like the Kings are winning. It's just all, yeah. It's like all it's all based on vibes and just the clips I've seen of him. Uh, he was in health, health and safety protocol, so he was out of this game. Jordy Fernandez, our assistant coach, steps up. Loki, he was the assistant coach of the Nuggets for the last six years. I don't know if that means a ton, but I do think it means something. Aaron Gordon, Jamal Murray. Bruce Brown were out for the Nuggets, and the Nuggets led this game by 10, basically the whole game. They had a 19-point lead with about three minutes left in the third quarter, so they were leading this game the whole time. They had control of it. It was in Sacramento, and then all of a sudden, the fourth quarter starts, and the Kings just just doing frisky Kings things. They're, they're sneaking back into this game. They're you know getting some fast-break buckets. They're, hit, they're getting some stops here and there. They're, they're being frisky. Jokic checked back in. With about six minutes left in the fourth quarter, Sacramento forces two turnovers in a row. They cut the lead down to two. Kings have never led in this game. Fox, with a minute and 20 left, hits a pull-up jumper, giving Sacramento their first lead, a minute and 20 left. And then you come down to the last couple of seconds, 30 seconds left. Fox gets called for an offensive foul going backwards, like the the Trey Young rule where you can't knock your butt into somebody. He did it with, like, his, his hip and knocks yeah. his hip into KCP, called for the offensive foul. Go to the other end. Jokic misses a mid-range shot. Then you get 0.7, or you get uh, 2.8 seconds left. Harrison Barnes inbounds it, not to Fox, not to Sabonis, to Malik Monk, who turns the corner, gets fouled. 
Misses the first free throw. All the, like, the whole stadium is like, is this going to happen to us again? It's a tie game. Yeah. Malik Monk at the line. Hits the second one. The Kings end up winning this game. What have you seen from the Sacramento Kings in this one? I mean, listen, uh, when, when you're – Big three. Can we call them that? I don't even know if we can call them that. In this game, they were. In this game, they were. When they score 95 <laughs> of the 127 points, you tip your cap to them. You call it a day. I, I think that this is a game where, where uh, the difference in the Kings is fully seen, right? The Kings have been playing a lot better this season, but in this game alone, right, 18 and 15 this season, there's a lot of times last year, years before, where you'd have looked at this Kings team and you'd have been like, these are the moments where they fold, right? And then those closing moments of games, they played in a lot of close games with De'Aaron Fox since he's been on this team, and they just haven't been able to pull him out. Tonight, not only did you have the firepower to go in there and pull it out, not only did you have mm. the firepower to go out there and play really well, but you also had the players really locking down at the right time in this game. And I think that that's the biggest thing when you look like Denver played well the entire game, but it's just about, can on, you on dig offense. deep enough <laughs> on, on offense? Yeah. Well, well listen, I don't, I don't know if you know this, uh, Michael Porter jr. That's, that's the defense. There you go. Right, right, right. So Oof. anyway, uh, so I, I, I just, I, I think that right. Like the Sacramento Kings, excite me this season we talked about Mike Brown and, and different things like that but they're so exciting to me this season because it seems like they finally got that that leadership that's like okay I've been in these moments I understand what these moments are let me instill this into you players so that we're going to come away with some of these close wins and that makes this Kings team dangerous how many times have we talked about the Kings being a team that's just like they just came up just short they're not coming up just short this year yeah, they are now in in the playoffs. They are the sixth seed in the NBA, tied with the Mavericks, and they're ahead of them just a little bit uh, because of their record. And you're looking at this team, and you're like, this is a, king, a team with a different culture. Like, Mike Brown and the, this front office have changed the culture of this team. And honestly, part of it, I think, is they just added enough players and cycled through that they just removed all the old King stuff and brought in, like, all the new blood, right? Sabonis, Dope. Monk, uh, Herder. Like, they just keep bringing in these new guys. And Harrison Barnes even. And it just changes everything enough to where, all right, we've brought in enough of these guys that know how to win in winning, in, in, in winning moments or just haven't been on the Kings for, for a while. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned those three guys. Sabonis, 31 points. Fox, 31 points. Monk, 33 points. That's the first time that a Kings trio has scored 30 points each since... Are you asking me? Yeah, take Chris a guess. Weber. Take a guess. Chris Weber. What year? Oh, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> it's not Chris Weber. 1979, the last time. I will. <laughs> I don't know what I would give you if you guessed any of these names. Otis Birdsong, Phil Ford, and Scott Wedman were the three Kings players that scored 30 points each. That has not happened in, like, that's since the three-point line has been added. Since it got added in 79-80. I, I don't. I feel bad, and now I need to go see if I should know these players. I don't know any of those names. Who no, did you just say? Otis Birdsong, Phil Ford, and Scott Wedman. That's the last First time. First off, it was, it was a time in the NBA where you could get away with the last name Birdsong. <laughs> and that's not your brand, so shout out to that. Uh, it was, uh, yeah, so that's the last time that the Kings trio has each scored 30 points. Which it that's just, nuts. It just doesn't happen often on any teams. But you start looking at this, and... Man, I thought Fox was incredible. 15 points in the fourth quarter. 
He had two shots in the paint. He had three in the mid-range. Just clutch buckets like ice in his veins running up and hitting these shots when they absolutely yeah. needed it. Sabonis, 31 points, 10 rebounds, 5 assists. He was questionable before this game. He has the fractured thumb on his non-shooting hand. He's yeah. in this like cast. He looks like an offensive lineman in football, like wearing this cast over his thumb and like his palm. And he's still putting up 31 points with soft touch around the rim. Like Just an incredible... Gutsy performance from him. You have Monk with 33 points and the game-winning free throw at the end there. And, uh, yeah, I just thought that it was, it was a great game from the Kings. They got just enough offense, and they held Jokic just enough at the end there. Uh, Sabonis, I thought, had a, two or three really, really good defensive possessions against Jokic that basically decided the game. Is is Sabonis the key to this team, right? Because we've seen De'Aaron Fox, not to say playing at this level, I think De'Aaron Fox is having a much better season than than we've seen him have in, in recent years, right? I, I think De'Aaron is, is kind of understanding his speed versus the NBA a lot of times. When he first was com- coming into the league and it took him a little while to get adjusted to it, he would just blow past everybody and be like, oh, snap him under the bucket and smoke a layup. Um, and, and now you, you've seen him basically use his speed to his advantage. But to me, right, I, I look at this team and I feel like Sabonis is the key because Sabonis this season to me and, and watching, right, like I'm, I'm, I was a Boogie Cousins fan, so so the Kings have a, a weirdly special place in my heart. <laughs> um, that Weirdly, bro, like legit, I'm just like Vladi Divac, like because of beef in the old country, Luca's not on the team, but but you're okay with, you know what I mean? There's there's a lot of come on, dog. Arvidas' son is okay, but you know what I mean. <laughs> but 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 here's here's my thing, like Sabonis is kind of just fitting whatever role you need him so to fit. He's not scoring 30 every night. He's had games where he scored sub 15, right? But he's still giving you the rebounding. He's still giving you some really solid defense. He's giving you some really good assists, right? Like Six I think that seven. Sabonis is the game changer for this Kings team. What do you think? Oh, absolutely. And they've put him in that center spot where they've decided, all right, we're not going to sh- start him with Sean Holmes. We're not going to start him. They played Trey Lyles and him down like down the stretch in this one but they're not throwing out another center with him they're like it's it's you it's you you're the guy like you're the one and so that changes their offense fundamentally and makes them so much better offensively but defensively he has to be good and I thought he was in certain spots in this in this game tonight against Jokic with a couple of really good contests and uh and that made the, the big difference on the stretch the other thing I wanted to shout out was uh I thought Davion Mitchell made a big He's not going to get a lot of praise because he wasn't in the box score too much. But yeah. uh, Bones Highland scored 20 points, He only and he was really great with Jamal Murray out. He only scored two points in the fourth quarter, and Davion Mitchell was guarding him the whole fourth quarter. I thought he did a really good job, and I thought that made a big difference as well. Coming up, let's get into Pelicans-Wolves. Zion Williamson went off. What are the Pelicans? What are they? They're, they're, they're tied for number one in the West now. What do we think they are? We'll talk about that coming up. Before we do, let me tell you about Rocket Money. You may have heard of Truebill before. You may have decided in your life, all right, New Year's is coming. I got I got to have new goals. I got to figure out how to manage my budget better. So say goodbye to last year's outdated, disorganized methods of managing your money. If you've tried to sat, sit in front of a, a spreadsheet you made by yourself, like, ugh, it's, it's just so tough to try and figure out everything else. Rocket Money, formerly known as Truebill, a personal finance app that helps you cancel your unwanted subscriptions, monitor your spending, and helps you lower your bills. All in one place. Go check it out at Rocket Money. Stop throwing money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash lockdown NBA. Again, that's rocketmoney.com. 
com slash locked in NBA to take control quickly and identify quickly identify your subscription so you can stop paying for the ones you don't want. Rocketmoney.com slash locked on NBA. All right, Pat, thanks for making Locked in NBA your first listen today. Now make your second listen after this. Locked on Sports Today, the biggest stories of the day, instant reactions, big game recaps, and everything on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast. Locked on Sports Today. Let's get into this game. The Pelicans get the win against the Wolves, and this was one where uh, you have no Ingram, no Herb Jones for the for the Wolves. Carl Anthony Towns still out for the, uh, the, the Timberwolves. And the Timberwolves were in charge this game for pretty much the whole time too. It's sort of a similar story as the uh, as the you know, the Kings and Nuggets game. Wolves had an 11 point lead late in the third quarter, and Zion Williamson just took like just absolutely took over this game. He has 14 points. The last 14 points for the Pelicans. Not like just 14 points in the fourth quarter. The last 14 points. He took control of this game. Rudy Gobert, uh, Anthony Edwards. Jaden McDaniel didn't matter who was in front of him. He was going to get to the basket. He was going to score. He hit a three, two. He was incredible. 43 points for him. And the Pelicans get a, a big win. Uh, I thought just a, like a gutsy, like find a, find a way to win, win. Listen, I told y'all at the beginning of the season, special players do special things. Special players make the difference. Do not sleep on the Pelicans. Everybody was like, Pat, the Pelicans? The Pelicans? Oh, my God. What are you, what are you talking about? The Pelicans? You, you, are you saying the Pelicans could be a – the Pelicans can compete for an NBA championship Yo. if Zion Williamson is healthy. Special players do special things. Zion Williamson is a special player. You add into that, you didn't even have Brandon Ingram tonight. Because he's dealing with the left toe issue or whatever's going on with that. <laughs> By the way, it is, it is, I, I had to make sure that I was reading this right. The injury report that I have here, it says a left great toe contusion. The great toe. The great toe. So shout out you, to Brandon Ingram for having a great toe. In the medical community, do we say great toe instead of the big toe? Or like- <laughs> is that, wait, is that fat? I need to ask my wife now. She's a nurse. Anyway, yeah. um, <laughs> No, but here's the thing. C.J. McCollum, you know what he's going to bring. He's he, he's a solid, solid presence. He's been playing that the role of the two guard for most of his career. You know coming into this game, right, 20 points, 7 for 16, 3 for 7 from the three-point line, couple of steals, doing some really good things. But at the end of the day, you need special players to do special things. Zion Williamson is a monster. It doesn't matter who's playing him. Zion Williamson is literally the only thing. If you ever wanted to know what Charles Barkley might <laughs> have looked like look at Zion Williamson and yes Zion jumps higher and farther than Charles Barkley ever did but you know what that's the closest you're ever gonna get like Zion is ridiculous <laughs> he is 14 of 19 from the free throw line in this game also has five assists and yeah he was ridiculous scored in the last 14 points for the for the Pelicans and it didn't matter who, who was standing in front of him Gobert I thought was was not great late in this game he ended up fouling out of this one. And uh, and then you have, uh, oh, uh, uh, what's his name? Larry Nance, Larry Nance Jr. gets injured in this game. They had been closing games. We're like, all right, yeah. we're not really sure what we're going to do defensively with Zion and Jonas Valanciunas ending games. So how are we going to handle this if Larry Nance Jr. is out? They ended up ending the game with Jonas and Zion. And I thought kind of an underrated thing was that Jonas was screening 
for Zion and making like huge screens. Jonas Valanciunas, big yeah. player, huge screen so that Zion could get some space. And when he gets space and there, there's no one in front of him, he's yeah. doing those special things that you're talking about. He's getting to the rim. He's he's getting guys open. Like he's doing these things. I thought that was an interesting play that they made. And then, you know, Gobert's not going to kill you like offensively if Jonas Valanciunas is guarding him. So like you can get away with it the way that they decided to play defense there. And uh, I thought that, that was an interesting subplot where they actually closed with the starters that they had out there, even without Ingram and without uh, Herb Jones. Yeah, I, I think I think Minnesota's a, a completely different thing where they they have no answers. I'm gonna be real with you; they, they're not even running. I feel like about Minnesota how I feel about the Bulls sometimes. What system are you running? What plays <laughs> you? Is the system I, I, like honestly? Just tell me: is the system Anthony Edwards is really good? Because it's okay if that's the system. I've seen them run that in Memphis with Ja. That's the system that the Mavs run. <laughs> yeah, right. That's the system that the Mavs run. Hey, listen. Tonight, that's the system that the Bulls ran. <laughs> DeMar DeRozan can score. Like that but but there's there you you brought in this what is he? 40 million dollar plus a year player? Man, all the picks and everything that you- and you literally talked about before the season started how, you know, we think we can work him in a lot more offensively. Uh, yeah, the same argument I had out in um, out in, in uh, uh, Utah, he got five shots tonight. <laughs> He's four for five, two for two from the free throw line. But he got five shots tonight. What system are y'all trying to run? You brought in a 40 million. There's no answers there. And you know what? That's why Zion Williamson can do special things against him. That's why Zion Williamson can go, because Zion Williamson has opportunity. 21 shots, 14 of 21, 14 for 19 from the free throw line. Hey, you know when Rudy Gobert takes 10 shots, a lot of times he gets fouled because he's really tall. <laughs> the, uh, the, the Wolves offense, when Rudy Gobert is on the court, they score 106.9 points per 100 possession. That's awful. That's so bad. Garbage. It's about 107 points. When Rudy Gobert is off the court, they score 120 points per 100 possessions. That would be the best in the NBA by like a pretty good margin there. Uh, that's that's a crazy split between the two. Like they they really have some things to figure out. And with this Wolves team, I figured they were going to have some growing pains, some things to figure yeah. out. And I thought maybe take them 20, 30 games. They're not even close to figuring out any of these no. things. It doesn't seem like. Uh, and they're not. They're not even. They're not even trying to work anything out. Like, they're literally just like, the offense isn't working. Anthony, <laughs> the defense isn't working. Rudy. Like, it's just like, it's like this uh, price is right, come on down style of basketball <laughs> that's not going to work. Duh. Like, and so the the Wolves are, I, I don't know. And, and every now and then, you know, D'Lo throws in a, a game like he, he had tonight, 27 points per game. I, I, I just, I. They're not a team. They they're not doing anywhere near what I thought they were do. They were going to do, and I'm looking at them just like eh, gave up a lot of picks, though. Gave up a lot of picks for a dude to take five shots. <laughs> a lot of picks for a dude to take five shots. Coming up, let's talk about the Bulls. Bucks. They had uh, the, the Bucks were in control of this one, and the Bulls end up getting a win. And then well, we'll yeah. play where we count out the most interesting, fun things in the NBA. We'll talk about that coming up. But before we do. Let me tell you this. If you're hanging out with some friends, you're putting back a few drinks, a few becomes few too many, and evening comes to an end, and people start to head out, and you're like, all right, should I call for a ride? No, like, I live nearby. I can make it. I'll, I'll make it home. No big deal. What are the odds you get pulled over anyway? Even so, what's the worst that could happen? Your insurance goes up. You lose your license. You lose your job. You total your car. You hurt somebody. Everybody knows the risk of driving drunk. The results are tragic and often deadly. 
That doesn't stop everybody from getting from behind the wheel while they're under the influence. That's why police officers are out there right now looking for impaired drivers on our roads to save lives. So if you think you're okay to drive after a couple of drinks, think again, play it safe, plan ahead to get a ride. It only takes one mistake to change your life or someone else's forever. Drive sober or get pulled over. All right, Pat, let's talk about your Bulls. The Bucks were in control of this game for a little while. They build up a 15-point lead in the fourth quarter, and the Bulls find a way to come back. How? Damar Darnell DeRozan. <laughs> that is the answer. Um, there's still a lot of issues with this team that uh, me and Hayes have talked about over on Locked On Bulls. Check out that episode for uh, the, the full context of it. But uh, humble plug. Uh, <laughs> but but um, you know, the, the, there are nights where I where I killed Demar for being the one on one player that he is at times. But tonight, you needed it. Uh, I thought that uh, there weren't a lot of players that stepped up in the moment. Giannis was basically going out there, and uh, Patrick Williams became uh, what Shaq would like to call barbecue chicken. <laughs> um, Took thirty nine shots in this game. Uh, yeah, 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 and he, he scored. <laughs> Scored 17 for 45, or 17 for 39, uh, with 45 points and 22 rebounds. He also took 17 free throws. Yeah, he, he, was, uh, like, he was coming. He was like, he was Luka. coming for Luca. I was saying, he's like Luca. Bet he was trying to come for Luca. 45, 22, and seven. Not a bad stat line. He tried. Uh, but but I, I think the thing is, um, you know. D- at the end of the day, DeMar DeRozan was stepping up offensively the entire game, had a really good game. Uh, Ended up with 42-10-5 himself. Really, really, really good game. But uh, I think the part that really stood out was this Bulls team kind of looked lackluster most of the game. Didn't end up getting a 30-point quarter for any point in this game. And in the fourth quarter with about a minute and 20 seconds left. Uh, DeMar decided, hey, I'm going to lock in defensively as well. We're going to do some things to make things a lot tougher on Giannis. And it worked out at the end. I think there two things happened. Uh, DeMar got hot at the right moment uh, as they were closing his game out defensively and offensively. And uh, Giannis uh, was going up basically against the Bulls by himself. And he got tired. And that works in your favor sometimes. So I'll take <laughs> what I can get. <laughs> yeah, Giannis in this game played 42 minutes. There's no Chris Middleton, no Drew Holiday, so it, it, it does feel this. Is, I mean, this is he did a really good Luca impression to this game, basically. Yeah. That, that's yeah. His, uh, this, Both him and Demar kind of. Like, if that's the group around him. Yeah. Uh, by the way, 39 shots is the most shots taken in a game this season by four. Devin Booker took 35 against the Pelicans uh, a couple weeks ago. And that's, well, when there's nobody else, and you know what, I I think that you know you when you watch this game, right, the the big story around this game was the Grayson Allen, DeMar DeRozan scuffle and how that sparked this team. It, it really felt like, and it really goes to show you kind of how how this Bucks team is built. And even though I know they're the Bulls rivals and I'm supposed to hate them, right? I love the depth that this team has. I really miss Bobby Portis because yeah. he thrived in the moment that uh, that Grayson Allen ends up trying to get the, you know, the Grayson Allen foul where, oh my God, I got pushed. And so I have to elbow you in your neck. Yeah, that's that's how that's how people fall. You know what I mean? Hey, Nick, uh, if I if I ever trip, watch your face. I'm just gonna, <laughs> you anybody, know what I mean. But Bobby Portis, twenty and eleven tonight, really stepping up for the for the Bucks big time. But just Bulls pulled out. You know, one of those games. This is one of those games. I said this when the when the Locked On Bulls podcast started. A win is a win is a win. Counts as a dub either way. 
And that's how it felt when we left out of this game. I'm not going to lie. But Bulls on a four or five streak, so I'll take it. From the Grayson Allen scuffle to the Magic Pistons scuffle, it's time for our favorite segment every single week. Count it up, count it up, count it up. Where we count out the most interesting, fun things in the NBA. The Detroit Pistons and the Orlando Magic, two of the worst teams in the NBA. Well, the Magic's been good lately. End of the second quarter. Pistons are up 63-44. About 33 seconds left. Mo Wagner and Killian Hayes are both going after a loose ball towards the Pistons bench. Mo Wagner pushes Killian Hayes out of bounds into his own bench. Yeah. And Hamadou Diallo is following up on this play, Piston player. And pushes Wagner in the back. Pushes Mo Wagner in the back. He kind of flops right into Isaiah Stewart in the Pistons bench. And then Killian Hayes gets up, takes offense to everything that had just happened, and punches punches Mo Wagner in the back of the head. Now, I know that there are many players in the NBA that probably want to punch Mo Wagner in the back of the head, but Killian Hayes is the one that did it. Uh, the, Pist- the players from the Magic bench come running over. Pistons PA announcer John Mason... It was that Detroit basketball. He's that guy. He's pleading with the crowd. Stay in your seats. You can hear it's clear as day on the broadcast. Stay in your seats. Please don't leave your seats. He just has the mouse of the palace running back through his head that entire time. Uh, after everything, after all the dust settled and everything, Mo Wagner got a flagrant two. He was ejected. Killian Hayes got a technical and he was ejected. Uh, Hamadou Diallo got a technical and he was ejected. And then later, a, a Pistons fan was ejected for berating the refs later in that game. Um, how many suspensions are we getting here? Because not uh, only did Mo Wagner make the move, Killian Hayes punched him in the back of the head, but the whole Magic bench gets up and runs over to this whole altercation too. The Pistons bench didn't get to leave because it was all in the Pistons bench area. Yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, not one, one too few. Uh, Franz. Letting your brother get busted in the back of the head like that, bro? Yeah, what what are you doing? Where, where, what, what are you doing there, bro? Come on, let, listen, listen. Fines aside, bro. I've seen I've seen uh, uh, um, Kyle Long's brother. I can't for some Chris reason Long? I can't think of his neck. Chris Long come off of the bench for the other team <laughs> to help the Chicago Bears not get a penalty to keep Kyle Long out of a fight, right? Like it's your brother, bro. Like I'm just saying, like not not for nothing. He plays on your team. There should have been some smoke there. One too few for me. I'm not going to lie, but I think there are going to be a lot of suspensions in this case. I think Killian probably gets – I mean, oh, just – He punched Wagner in the back of the head. Like, as, like, as an example, I would say minimum 10 games. Minimum 10 games. 10 games. No, I would say – I'm, I'm giving him five. You you don't want the NBA to go back to what it was. I think that I think that Adam brings the hammer down heavily on this one. I would say minimum 10. I could be wrong, but like I, I think that – 10 games a lot. Ten games, a lot of games. Hey, don't fight, or at least don't throw a punch, don't right? Throw, like, don't throw a punch. Like, you can push, don't throw a punch. I thought Bobby could have been ejected the other day for throwing that weird punch that he threw. You know what I mean? Like, was it at his own? Was that? Was it at his own teammate? It was not at his own teammate this time. <laughs> Bobby Portis punches you got to watch out for. Which I'm not gonna lie. When Demar and Bobby Portis started jawing back and forth, I was like, Demar, don't do it. Don't do it. He <laughs> he takes out orbital sockets. We need you. Oh my gosh, we probably get a couple of the Magic bench too. The Magic may not have a bench coming. Probably up in the next. Couple probably. Yeah. Uh, well, on, I mean, they don't use them much. On April 22nd, 2022. So this past April, LeBron James. James tweeted, I can and will not miss the playoffs again for my career. This SHIT hurt. Okay, back to watching these games. He was watching the playoffs or watching the play-in, I guess. He was watching that. Um, The tweet is now deleted. He went back sometime in the last couple of months, deleted the tweet. The Lakers are now three games out of the play-in. 
Anthony Davis out indefinitely. Count it up. Are the Lakers done? The West is so close. I don't want to say that the Lakers are done, but that's it's such an uphill battle, and you're just running out of bodies that are worth. We, we've just seen this team, right? Like, yeah, it's it's not yeah. the what was the joke last year with the Lakers? It was like, well, when Trevor Ariza comes back, it's going to change this whole team, right? Like, they don't have that guy that's going to come back at a certain point. Like, I think they, I think they may be done because you look at the, what the team has around them and. Maybe they get a good 15-game stretch. Or they already had that, where yeah. LeBron and Anthony Davis are going off together and like yeah. they dug themselves out of, what, like 14th and, th- and into 13th? Like I think they may be, I think they may be cooked. I'll, I'll throw a counted out back at you, one you weren't even expecting. <laughs> Does LeBron finish his career with the Lakers after tonight's quote where he says, I don't want to finish my career playing at this level from a team aspect? I want to st- I want to still be able to compete for a championship because I know I can still bring to what I can still bring to any ball club with the right pieces. LeBron, uh, the right pieces LeBron, are not LeBron in the LA. redemption tour. Come to Dallas. Play with Luca. The redemption tour. <laughs> I, I'm trying to figure out if I hate that or not. I don't know if I hate that. Luka can shoot, so that's a big difference. Well, LeBron's much better at shooting than he used to be, too. Well, yeah. Uh, sp- he's, he's, yeah that's- Speaking of Luka, going, af- after Luka's 60-point game, he said that – oh, actually, I can, I, can just, I can play it for you. He said that he was, quote, I'm tired as hell. <laughs> Me too. You can rest later. You're young. I need a recovery beer. <laughs> he said, I need a recovery beer. I need a recovery beer. So, which other NBA players do you think would – like to have a recovery beer after a game. And I'm going to give you the first one. It's Boban because I've seen Boban and Luca put, put back some beers together. Yeah. Uh, Jokic for sure. Absolutely. Right? That's the first Jokic one is, I wrote down to. Jokic is, Jokic is definitely on the list. Out with his horses uh, in, the, in the barn. <laughs> recovery beer. Does it, can it be just recovery alcohol or does it have to be recovery beer? I think beer? we're sticking with beer, but. Okay, we're sticking with beer. Uh, give, give, give me Zion. Another. Give me Zion Williamson. I don't know if Zion's a beer guy. Out in the guy. French corner, yeah, come on. I don't know if Zion's a beer guy. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'll give you. I'll give you another guy, man. I don't know if he's gonna put up enough minutes for him to need it. But I feel <laughs> like Javale McGee throws him down. I feel vegan. like Javale McGee. Javale McGee vegan now, but I guess now I'm wrong. Then okay, so no Javel. Well, they got vegan beard. We, we say, not counting that. Have... We not. We not counting. I don't know enough about vegan. Uh, uh, yeah, well, so vegan. here's my list: Maxi Kleba, Daniel Tice, Mo Wagner, Franz Wagner, Isaiah Hartenstein. <laughs> Dennis Schroeder for no specific reason at all. Like they, th- none of those players have anything in common. Like I didn't pick all, any. All, all foreign guys. Is that what you're saying? Anybody not from America? I mean, they're, they're not specifically all from the same. They're not all specifically from the same country that my ancestors may come from. That, you know, that's all the German players in the NBA. You just know it. Hey, listen, I'm not mad at anybody Irish in the league. Sneaky I mean, one, uh, Clay Thompson. <laughs> Clay slamming, Clay <laughs> slamming. But here's the here's the here's the tough part. Right? I feel like Clay's a cheap beer guy. What do you mean? I feel like even even with all the money he's got, he's he's like I'm going home to get a, a pack of Miller <laughs> he Lights. He brings it with here. him. He's got yeah, cargo yeah, shorts going, and he's just got the yeah, cans. And the... I'm going to get some Miller Lights. He's, he's the Michelob guy. At the, Ultra. He's the guy at the music festival that buries a. a, a case of something like in yes the, in the, in yes the that's clay for sure that is clay time here's another one i got for you. both of the lopez twins absolutely i think beer might be a little short for him i'm not gonna lie to you 
I feel like beer might be a little light. I thought we were just talking beers here. Uh, I'm trying to think. I didn't... Sneaky. The Lopez Twins is a good one. Yeah. I feel Robin's a beer guy. For sure. I feel like Brooke might be a hard alcohol guy. <laughs> uh, maybe another sneaky one. Give me Trey Young. Can't put on any weight. Doesn't It doesn't matter to him. Went to college in Oklahoma. What else you got to do there? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You know the guy that gives me the beer vibes? I'm not going to lie. Is Alex Caruso after a tough game? <laughs> I feel like Caruso's rocking the cutoff jean shorts and slamming Caruso. a six pack after uh, a tough defensive game. Where it's like it's, it's like the old Larry Bird, right? It's just like had yeah. to guard LeBron tonight. Tough one. Oh my gosh! The Dallas Mavericks revealed Dirk Nowitzki's statue this week in front of the AAC. It's awesome. It's amazing. I love looking at it. Which current players and which poses should be statues? So which current players should get a statue and then which poses should they be? Because Dirk's is the one-legged fade that looks absolutely perfect. Count it up. Which other current players should get statues and which poses should they be doing? Let's start. We can start with LeBron. What's LeBron doing? LeBron's doing the crying, uh, crying, holding the trophy for Cleveland, right? He's not even crying meme. Like the, the holding the trophy for Cleveland, right? Like He's that's doing the be chalk, the one. right? Is he doing the chalk throw? I guess, yeah, because he's kind of done that everywhere. I guess it's also about where he gets the statue at. Can, can we build in like a, a little like a hose that comes out through his hand that like shoots chalk out or something like that or shoots the, like soap that looks like chalk or something? That can be taken a lot of different ways. Let's not do that. Let's 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 avoid <laughs> let's avoid any uh, of that. Well, there, Dirk Nick. used to have Dirk Dirk's statue did originally have three balls on top of the the, like the <laughs> shot that he was taking, and a lot of people could, took that a different way. Than. Hey, they, they, they they've got surgeries for that now. Uh, um, <laughs> by the way, Dirk statue twenty four feet tall. Here are the tallest statues I could find in the NBA. Hakeem's is twelve feet. It's not even of Hakeem. It's like his jersey. Uh, Michael Jordan's is twelve feet tall. Kareem's is 16 feet tall. Magic Johnson's is 17 feet tall. Carl Malone's is 18 feet tall. He's got his arms in the air. So Does this not count in the base, I'm assuming? Because Jordan's is definitely higher than 12 feet tall. I guess it's not counting the base. Dirk's is 24 feet tall. That is a I, I, huge I, statue. First off, shout out Cuban. You knew what he was going for there. He, he wanted to win. Uh, second off... What are the physics behind Dirk's statue? That's what I'm trying to figure out. I'm He's like leaning back real like, far, too. Like You look at it, and you're like, hard, that's only bro. getting held on by that one foot. And then what is are the Dur- physics behind this Durant, statue? Is Cur- Curry's getting a statue. Curry's getting a statue. He, can we get Curry doing a shimmy? Is there a way to make a statue that, like, animatronic and moves? That, can we get that's him to literally, do That's <laughs> literally what I was going to ask. Can we get a Curry shimmy out of there? But he's got to have uh, the, Dray- mouth, the mouth guard out, too, right? Do, do, does Draymond get one, but it's got to be the punch, right? Like, it's got to. <laughs> it's, no? it's LeBron's torso, and he's just punching him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Punching up or punching out. You know, you they, they swap players in. There's been a lot of punches. Oh. Uh, uh, who else deserves a statue right now that's in the NBA? KD deserves a statue. Where is it? Golden State, probably. There, no. Golden State, no, no. Not giving KD a statue? No. OKC, okay, no love for KD? I don't know. Maybe, uh, that, that one, maybe, but I, I don't know if you give KD I a think statue. you got to, but because I think, I think you've got to give Russ a statue, right? No. No. You, like, you think about these statues. Like, they ha- you have to have been, like, the, you think about that player with that team. 
Hakeem with the Rockets, Jordan with the Bulls, Magic with the Lakers, Carl Malone and Stockton with the the Jazz. Who do you think? Who do you think about Russell Westbrook with? Yeah, but like, he didn't, he <laughs> like didn't, <laughs> made the finals one time. I don't know. I'm not like that's kind of important. I, I, I know he didn't win it, but that's a big deal. Won one MVP and made the finals one time. Like he's not Stockton and Malone for that team. Um, I mean, uh, the, the Giannis, is, Gian, Giannis is getting <laughs> one, right? What would Giannis's pose be? Giannis's pose is him dipping Oreos in a uh, no, uh, the probably, probably, the yeah, yeah, no, probably wait, just wait. him arms out, right? I would think him arms out, right? I would think Giannis arms. Do you just... remember? Do you remember his his video of him with the button at his house? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's the, the video. That's the statue. Would it be the button. <laughs> that's the button. <laughs> Hey, Giannis. We need to end the pod. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Who else? Who else gets one? I mean, we talk Jokic in Denver, maybe. Nah, not yet. Two MVPs. I mean, okay. Hey, listen, we can't we can't give credit to one guy for winning one MVP and no playoff series, and and another guy for not winning uh, the finals and getting an MVP. Two, like two MVPs compared to one. Yeah, and he, he hasn't been out of that's, the second round yet. Pat, I don't know if you know that, but that's twice as many. Hi, yeah, he's also one finals appearance short. Uh, Dwayne, I mean, Dwayne Wade's not active, but Dwayne Wade in Miami's getting D one. D. Wade right? probably, yeah, I, I think D. Wade gets one. Hopefully it's not like him standing on the stanchion saying this is my home. Uh, For some reason, Wade has, has uh, Gabrielle Union with him. <laughs> Wait, hold on. <laughs> it's, just, it's just LeBron dunking in the – that tandem statue oh! in Miami of the dunk. That's a great oh, – I just figured it that's out. It. Boom. It's the tandem statue of the dunk. Tandem oh, statue of the dunk. That's the only way I would be excited about a, a, a heat statue. Of the and then you've got you've to gotta figure out somehow where you get Chris Bosh just peeking in because that's pretty much his career in Miami with that team. <laughs> he's turning the corner. Uh, There's like a building and he's turning the corner from around the building. <laughs> oh, my gosh. There you go. Guys, thanks so much for hanging out with us on Lockdown NBA. That's the games of the night. Go check out Lockdown Bulls. Go check out Lockdown Mavericks for great stuff every single day. And also check out Lockdown Sports today. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Mavs NBA. Bye, bye, bye. Boom!